Hi, y'all. This is Moon Griffon. Great, great to have you back with me on our podcast that we've started doing more of a weekly podcast. And our goal is to do it five days a week, uh, one day soon. But anyway, it's great to have you back with us as uh, we rock and roll. You know, there's been a big argument on all of this climate change and, and, and destroying our energy sector. You know, God gave us the ocean. He gave us the, the ground we live on. He gave us the seas. He gave us the Gulf. He gave us all that so we can produce energy, so we can feed ourselves, and so we can stay warm when it's cold and cold when it's warm, and, and we can live. It's God-given. It's a natural product of the earth itself. And so I, I have been one of those guys, they call people like me climate deniers. I'm not a denier of climate at all. Climate changes all the time, but I don't think man has anything to do with it whatsoever. And uh, today I'm joined by a special friend of mine. Now, look, I will tell you before I introduce him, he's not an expert. See, on this program, I don't like to have experts. Experts are wrong so much, I just eliminate experts. But what I do get is very educated people and people that can talk about something and talk about it with knowledge and numbers and sense. So I just went to a meteorologist. His name is Stephen Parr. I call him Stephen Parr, the Moon Graffon Show's climate czar. So without further ado, Stephen, welcome to the program, my friend. Hey, man, I'm excited to join it. Thanks for having me, Moon. No, man, it's great to have you. You know, Stephen, me and you have talked about this a lot. And I've had you on my radio program, moongraphon.com. They can check that out and make sure you do subscribe when you go to the podcast. Stephen, uh, you've watched this. You've been a meteorologist for a long time. You were in a major market in Louisiana at one time. But you've sat back and watched all this. And I think you believe it's as crazy as I think it is. But the whole world and the whole country is trying to run to do away with fossil f- fuels and natural gas and, and all this stuff. So just from your perspective, how far off are these people that are trying to shove this down our throat? They've got the science 100% wrong. And that's really the main problem with this whole global warming theory is that it doesn't follow the scientific method. Uh, in, in science, when you, you, you look at nature and you come up with an idea, you're like, I think this is why this is going on. So you propose a hypothesis. And then you go and you test your hypothesis and you get some data back. If the data doesn't match your hypothesis, you have to discard the hypothesis and start over. The problem in climate is that when we got the data back and the data didn't match the hypothesis, so for some some of them, they changed the data. That's, that's one thing. But the rest of them, they just doubled down on the hypothesis and went, well, it will eventually be right. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because within the last uh, two weeks, there's a scientist who works for NASA. Uh, he's, he's been keeping track of the satellite temperature records. So there, there are two main temperature records, or two main groups of temperature records. There's two satellite records, and there's three uh, surface-based temperature records where, you know, the, the National Weather Service is located at the airport. It's got a little thermometer, and they record all that. So he's, he's running one of the satellite ones. The satellite ones run cooler when you're looking at the, the temperature record than the surface data, and I think that, that'll tell us a little bit about what's going on. But he went ahead and looked at, tell you what, I'll take the warmer temperature. I'll look at the warmer record. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use the surface temperature record. And he compared that to all of the computer models that the United Nations has created. The United Nations has 36 different climate computer models. Wow. Now, the reason this is important is that the computer models are the mathematical expression of the hypothesis, the idea that carbon dioxide is going to create runaway global temperatures. Those computer models 
that's the math on it. It's like Einstein does the E equals MC squared, right? That was his math for his theory. And you use the math, you test the data, and so far, in more than 100 years, we haven't been able to prove Einstein wrong. Yeah. Okay, so the scientist looks at the, the temperature record and compares it to the computer model. Okay. Moon, all 36 of the computer models were warmer than the actual temperatures. Oh, my God. All 36. Wow. Well, you know, Stephen, what you're doing is looking at science, but I even go back to COVID. This is the science, this is the science, this is the science until it's not the science. You talk about hypotheticals is basically what you're talking about, a hockey stick, whatever they want to come up with. But if you look at climate in general, it's changed and always changed and will always change. It would change before we got here. It's going to change when we got long gone one day. And I don't think man, if you look at the facts, and I think you could back this up, how does man, why do they keep saying man-made global warming? Where did they get this from? Where did they get that we will determine hurricanes, uh, floods, droughts? They're convincing people this is real. I think a lot of this goes back to the uh, some of the, the environmental movement that got started in the 1960s when they were convinced that there were too many people on earth oh, and, and that we needed to have less population. Now, you know, if we get rid of all week. the liberals, we can kind of cut that down a little bit, but go ahead. I know what you're saying. <laughs> this last week, we just, we just went over 8 billion people on planet earth yep. this week. Okay. 8 billion people. They started saying we have too many people on earth. That's when they were closer to 5 billion people. Sure. Okay. So we've, we've added a whole bunch more. And, and some of the predictions they were initially saying was we would run out of food, there would be mass starvation. Okay, sure. well, that's in that. that. Then they said, okay, well, there's going to be global cooling. You're uh, not going to have any more birds. Got to get rid of DDT, all this, you know, Silent Spring, all the stuff written in the 1960s. And for all of it, humans had to be the problem. Because if humans were the problem, then the solution is fewer humans. Sure, sure. Okay? Well, that's pretty wild, by the way. It's pretty wild. That's, yeah. Well, it's, it's, you know, Marvel made their biggest villain in their decade of movies was Thanos. And Thanos thinks there are too many people. Uh, okay. Well, all right. <laughs> Isn't that oh the same God. thing we're doing here? All right. So anyway, once you start, they had this idea that global cooling in the 1970s, global cooling, global cooling. And when the temperature started to turn around, they went, oh, uh, wait, global warming, global warming, global warming. Yeah. But it still has to be man's fault. Because if it's not our fault, if it's just natural, then then what you do is you just adapt. But that doesn't mean but, the political. The political yes. always was out ahead of the scientific. But let me ask a question real quick. If you really look around the world, we've, all, we've always adapted. We've always right. adapted. I mean, it's just the way it is. You know, let me let me go back. You know, we live in Louisiana. Uh, you know, right. people listening to my voice and they're going, I know you in Louisiana. But <laughs> there, there was a, a piece done. And they keep saying we're losing a football field a day, okay, because of uh, mm. the golf's coming up and we're losing land. But the fact right. is, uh, there's a, a, a TV station that did a piece, Gaining Ground, and they came back and showed two areas of Louisiana. It's growing because the nutrients from the, from the Chafalaya Basin, the Washtenaw River, I mean, not the Washtenaw River, the Mississippi River, is being dumped and it's growing again. And the reason we got, the reason why our state, and you can talk about this anywhere, but in our state, What's happened is 
is that we diverted the Mississippi River for 100 years to save New Orleans, basically. And what we did was we took away those sediments that were replenishing the coastland and keeping it healthy. That is nothing. That's man-made. I'm going to tell you, that's man-made, but not the kind of man-made they're talking about. Well, and and the environmentalists are blaming the oil companies for that coastal erosion. When it's not the oil company's fault, it's the levees that we built along the Mississippi River for 400 years. You're exactly right. And every time the Mississippi River tops the levees, we just build the levees higher. So Louisiana actually is growing at the very toe of the boot out into the Gulf of Mexico. Louisiana is actually getting a little longer because we're taking all the sediment from the Mississippi River, the the largest navigable river that's contained within one nation anywhere on planet Earth. We're taking all this soil that the river picks up in Wyoming and in Montana and in Oklahoma and in Ohio, and it brings it all that sediment down the Mississippi, and it used to dump that into a delta throughout all of South Louisiana. All of South Louisiana was built up from soil that came from the rest of the United States. Well, when we built the levees along New Orleans, all that soil went out into the Gulf of Mexico. It didn't replenish the swamps and the bayous and the delta region in South Louisiana. That's why we were losing soil, not because of climate change, not because because of global warming, not because of the oil companies, but because we diverted the sediment from the river to save the city of New Orleans. Good point. Stephen Paul, my special guest, he's a meteorologist. I call him the climate czar. Uh, of the Moon Graffon show. So, uh, Stephen, you know, but, I, but I'm but i watching. I'm watching what's happening in Europe. And they're, they're running back to coal. And they're running back to the old things they've done. Now, they're way ahead of us on this, on this green crazy. And I think this is communism at best. I really do. But they're running back to coal. Now they, want, they wish they had the pipes for the natural gas because it's getting coal. And when it gets coal, you got to have energy. You better have something that your people can survive. And and natural gas, uh, oil, coal, we can go on and on. All those things are so important. They come out the ground. I personally believe, because I believe in God, we have an unlimited supply of it. It's why he gave it to us. And so these people over here that, by the way, the northeast part of the United States of America is worried about having a shortage. And, and it's only yeah. because of ignorance, not because of something that, that we can't do ourselves. That's exactly right. And this is one of the dirty secrets that people that that spread the fear of global warming never tell you. More people die every year from cold than from heat. Hold on, hold on. 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 I need you you to repeat that again because we got some global warming nuts listening. I want them to hear this. Say that again because what you're saying is a fact. Yeah, Yeah. More people die every year from extreme cold than from extreme heat on planet Earth. Wow. It, look, and we got some massive deserts across this planet, right? The Sahara, you had you know, deserts through the Middle East, you got deserts through Asia, you got deserts throughout, and we're thinking nobody can live there. More people die from extreme cold every single year than from extreme heat. That's why, by the way, if you want to bring in politics in there, that's why Russia right now is, is using their, their missiles to blow up power lines in Ukraine. It's because they're trying to kill people in Ukraine this winter, making them freeze to death Correct. so that they can take over the country next spring. They they know global cooling would kill a hell of a lot more people than global warming would. That's why they're doing it. Well, you know, it's amazing, though, 
when you think about it. The United States of America's own government is the one behind this. People wouldn't be invested in this stuff, but they know the politicians are pushing for it. They're creating this, quote, need for renewables, and then they're going to force us to go get into renewables, and there will be a few people make a lot of money on this. And the bottom line is oil, fossil fuels, uh, uh, natural gas, uh, coal, those things are really good for us. There's nothing wrong with them. And we're not hurting the planet at all. You need to have a sovereign nation. Let me tell you something. Cheap energy and cheap food is why the United States has been so great. Because we can feed our people. People can go to work. They can stay warm when it's really cold. They can cool down when it's really hot. And the fact is, that that right there says everything you need to know. We have to have our sovereignty. If we control our energy, Okay, and we got plenty of it in the United States of America. We control our country. And that, to me, is the worrisome thing about this. That's right. We, if we don't control our energy, the, the, the opposite of what you're saying, if we don't control our energy, then we don't control our country. And, and yeah, that's, that's absolutely scary. Yeah. Uh, look, think about this as an economic decision. What you, what, what, whatever kind of car you buy, that's an economic decision, right? Correct. Okay. Name one time the government got involved in an economic decision and it ended up being a better decision. Never. It's it's never happened and it's never going to happen. That's right. And so that means that we're wasting money. Some of it's going to be individual people wasting money. Some of it's going to be entire states and the entire nation wasting money. But it's going to be a waste of money. And when you think about what money really is, money is opportunity. Money is liberty. Money is how you can pursue your happiness. Correct. Money can't buy happiness, but it can it can get you a car and you can drive somewhere that might make you happy. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. But, you know, for them to think that you can go all electric and don't have chemical plants, and don't have fertilizer to help to grow food. I got to tell you, I'm I'm going to throw a question at you. If you had a choice between getting smoked by a hurricane where you lost your house and everything versus starving to death, and what I mean by that is every day you had to get up and worry about how you're going to eat and drink because we can't grow anything anymore because we went to this new green deal, which one would you rather have? I can answer that by telling you where I live. I live in Louisiana. Yep. We have hurricanes here all the time. Yep. I don't live in sub-Saharan Africa where starvation is a real thing, a daily thing for a a billion people. But think about this. I want everybody to think about this. So you got wiped out by a tornado. You got wiped out. It's devastating. I I know I'm I'm down in Louisiana. I've seen it. But we got help and we put you in a hotel. And we got oil and gas and everything we need to get you back up and running and rebuild your life. I would rather, much rather fight that daily and then get back on my feet than know every day for the rest of my life, I might not be able to feed my kids because we went to this new green deal. And by the way, the part they're not talking about, they don't want you eating meat. I know you heard of cow farts. They don't want that to happen anymore. They don't want you eating meat. They want to wipe meat off. They want you eating worms and crickets. Read everything across the nation of what they're trying to do to these people. We should never buy in to, I think, the biggest lie that's ever come in the United States of America is that man is destroying the planet. It is a lie from hell. And I'm going to tell you, I don't want to go through hell. But if we go through and follow through with these people are trying to push on us, 
we were, we were, we, it'd be a hell like we've never seen in the United States of America. We can feed the world because of fossil fuels, oil, gas, fracking, all that stuff is awesome. It's the best thing in the world. And it, it, by the way, it produces some darn good jobs as well. It does. Well, it does. And, and one of the biggest causes of death in, in, the, in the continent of Africa, people dying from lung disease. The reason they have the lung disease, they're burning dung inside their homes to keep warm. Oh, my God. I'd much rather have a coal plant than have to burn dung in my house. Yeah, no doubt about it. If you, if you had to, we'll sum it up in just a second, wrap it up, Stephen. Stephen Parr is his name. He's a meteorologist. There's a lot like him. When people look up and say, what does 97% of the scientists say? 97% of the scientists say, how do you, what, do you, what, what do you tell people? Because they got people that buy into that every day because the media is into this. The Democrat Party, some Republicans, they're into it. Young people are into it. They really believe this is happening because they've been taught for 30, 40 years from the universities this is happening. What do you tell people? 97% of the scientists, they, they, they all agree on this. What do you say? First of all, I say that that's a lie. The study that said 97% of scientists all agree, most of the papers they used in that didn't actually take a position as to whether man-made global warming was real or not. They simply said, if there's climate change, then something else might happen. Yeah. So that, that whole that whole thing was a lie, and it was proven to be a lie within six months of the paper coming out. Yeah. But the other thing is, just because a lot of people say the same thing doesn't mean it's right. Correct. It, it only takes one person to be right. You can have lots of people that are wrong. Don't you want to be right? Yeah. Oh, look I'll tell you what, data. look at the facts. For me, I just want to live. I like eating. I, I think yeah. fossil fuels and all the things that we do are awesome. It's why God gave it to us out the ground, out the ocean, out the Gulf. And it's bad for you. Come on. That's, but they've sold this to a lot of people and people that are, so I call them spiritually dead. They are looking for something to grab hold of. Unfortunately, this is this Stephen Paul. We're going to yep. do it again, man. Thank you so much. God bless. Thank you. I appreciate it. By the way, folks, check us out, Moon Graffon. Check us out on our podcast, The Moon Graffon Show. Make sure you subscribe. I appreciate it. Let everybody know about it. God bless. See you next time.